Welcome to Weekly National Podcast as part of the Hockey Podcast Network. We are in Season 2, Episode 16, at least that's what the sheet of paper in front of me says. Uh, AJ is sent down this week. Uh, a lot of people are saying it's in preparation for the trade deadline this tomorrow. We can neither confirm nor deny, so I am Eric. I am Carlo. And I am Dave. Uh, I don't know. Like, wait a minute. Carlos, the one who's already sidestepping us here with a podcast already. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> when, when, when you are in high demand, you can do whatever you want. He just puts yeah. his balls on the table and says, "Hey, here we go. I'm doing another one. Either deal with it or not." I mean, he brought the hype video. Uh, he's brought memes. The, well, yeah, the memes. All, okay. all the uh, Henderson nut stuff. Henderson Silver Knights. That's what I was trying to get to. Yeah, absolutely. So he, I mean, we can let him do his nerd podcast. Maybe, I really highly doubt it, guys, but maybe we'll get less nerding out with Carlo on the hockey podcast. I really doubt it, but I doubt you it never too. know. Well, we'll we, we get one in the end here. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So, uh, <laughs> I, plus, I, I all mean, of us bring shit up anyway. I mean, I'm not getting traded. It's kind of like a, like a summer league kind of stuff where – you know, when there's not the season's not out, and you know that that's kind right. Of stuff. And and this yeah. season is rapidly coming uh, to an end. I mean, we're we're what today was the 40th game, I think. There yeah, this is. Yeah, this is the last. Yeah, this, this is, is the last. We're, we're we're in the home stretch. Trade yeah, like deadline is tomorrow, mm-hmm. and I think there's what only only three weeks left after the deadline. So, yeah. um, we are recording this Sunday, uh, I guess late afternoon, early evening, whatever you want to call it, just after Vegas. Uh, had finished a good week, uh, swept uh, Arizona uh, 1-0. Flurry tied at Belfort for what 484 on the 484. Yep. And he's moving up. The, yeah, he's moving up the shootout list too. He's like 14th and not shootout, shutout, uh, shutout list uh, with 66. Six, six? Okay, six. Mm-hmm. So, um, not a. Uh, I know we, we'll, we'll talk about the the. Um, today's game a little bit later but yeah just a good week i thought it was a good week so kind of give uh give your wrap on the, on the week guys i'd say about a 75 percent week well yeah because you lost one but i think <laughs> it's a pretty good week i mean that loss to the blues was uh one of those things that like the blues just i feel like the blues really wanted that game and you, as you can you can see the blues really just want to get back into the saddle and try to make this playoff push because they had like a six game losing streak or something like that. And now I think it was eight, eight or something like that. It was a really bad and they were out of a playoff spot. They were five points behind Arizona and then they lost to Vegas six one. I feel they really needed to uh, turn around uh, against Vegas in that second game. And I give a lot of credit to the blues for doing that. Uh, and, yeah, no, then in their next game, they go out and beat the shit out of Minnesota. Yeah, exactly. And they, they just swept Minnesota. They just beat them again today. Uh, comeback win, too, in overtime. So, yeah, I mean, it was – when you look at the two St. Louis games, if you kind of look at them together and just little little mini pods or whatever you want to do, um, that first game, I mean, was just – it probably wasn't as bad as the score showed. I mean, Vegas was good, but St. Louis wasn't 6-1 bad. Like, I mean, it was – I think it was uh, – Vegas controlled that game the whole the whole time. Yeah. I don't know. Six one and, uh, after they pulled Huso though. Yeah, and then he Bennington was Huso. actually yeah. did really well, and then Bennington yeah. did really really well the next game. Yeah, it yeah, was that, that next game. He was like fifty for fifty one or something like that. I mean, yeah. he was some crazy like fifty. Yeah. I, I actually think they upgrade. Yeah, it was forty eight when the game ended. And they gave him two extra to make it fifty for whatever reason. Like here you yeah. go. Yeah, it's but a lot of those shots were from the outside though too. So not was great was changes, that game but... if if I remember correctly? Yeah, that game was was that game two to one going. Uh, was there an empty netter in there or was it? No, there was no. no there was an empty it, netter. Okay, we, they uh, they did pull uh, Flurry though at the end, but they didn't. Okay, score so he, Flurry did allow the three. Oh, he allowed the first shot to Tarasenko. That was that. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah, the, the was two the... shots, the two early, the two early shots and, and then he settled in and then vegas yeah. just couldn't get anything past bennington so yeah i think vegas played much better in the second two periods yeah that was that i missed the first period i was i was still uh still tied up with uh with work uh, coming up. i think By they played point, i was like yeah i think they played worse in the third period against arizona in the last game than they yeah. did in the entire game against the blues when they lost that, yeah probably that that i mean look you you score 
in the first game against Arizona, the game you're referencing, you score five in the first, whatever, 10 minutes, mm-hmm. you're going to play bad late. Like as much as everybody wants to sit there and go, Oh, Hey, keep your foot on the gas. You're up five, nothing. You're not keeping your foot on the gas. You're just trying not to get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. That got really interesting in the end there, but credit to Arizona for keep, uh, keeping on fighting though. A lot of lesser teams would probably just give up and like, like throw in a towel, but Arizona, uh, yeah, it was, it was 5-1, yeah. and they scored on their first two shots of the, the period to make it 5-3, and it was like, oh, okay, well. They scored on three straight shots. Was that what it was? Yeah. yeah. And that was that was, that was was Leonard. Now, luckily, I yeah. mean, luckily he, he still won. I mean, at some point, I mean, we've talked about it ad nauseum, but Vegas, with they could roll either of those guys out and know that they're getting 920-plus save percentage, right, like a – Mid two goals against Abbers, like they are both playing really, really well. What well, Flurry's Flurry just had the shutout today, and Leonard's only lost one time in regulation, I think, as a night starter. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. And, and you know, and the people who are blaming Leonard for that, you know, comeback by Arizona. I mean, the defense I, really kind of let him down, though, too. I don't, I don't really even want to address that because those are just really things oh, that people I, try to find. That, 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 that's little, game. Yeah, score. I know. It's just that I'm just. Honoring yeah. back, so like you know, there's it's more than just that. I mean, defense really let and, I remember one play, Shea just got burned badly. I yeah. can't remember who scored the goal, but and there are still like into that topic too. There are people that's pissed off because they score seven goals when Leonard's in uh-huh. that, and they don't score when Flurry's in that. And people are blaming, oh, they don't play as hard when Flurry is uh, in that. And if you look at today's game, Vegas was the better team. They like Aiden Hill just had a really good performance. It's not yeah, like they didn't play hard. Pacioretty had a hat trick post. Uh, and then, and then you add, uh, Petriangelo and Tuck's post in there to hit five posts. It was Aiden Hill just was just good. And, uh, Vegas had bad puck luck. It was, it wasn't not, it wasn't because they didn't play hard for flurry. They were trying to score. It was just, it, it's hockey. You know, sometimes the, the, those things happen. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, there's times before, too, they would say, oh, they play harder for Flurry, too. But, you know, I've heard that argument before, too. It's like they play yeah. hard for either guy who's in the net. They're not going to hate one over the other just because, you know, you think they do. It's yeah. a little frozen puck bouncing around on ice that has huge little gashes in it from somebody's skates. Sometimes the team gets the right bounce and it goes in for five. Sometimes it hits the goalie in the chest or hits off the post five times like it did today. Like, look, Aiden Hill probably didn't have a great game when you really start to think about it. If you allow five posts, you got beat clean five times. It just didn't go in. Right. Like that's a clean, clean beat. And so, yeah, but it's just goalies. Like I'm going to counter on that though. Goalies though, sometimes will force shots into the post like that as well too, by their positioning. Now. Yeah. He got beat. Yes. I completely agree with that. Um, but yeah, and then just a quarter of inch either way, you know, who knows? Yeah. But that's that's positioning though too. Some sometimes, sometimes. Yeah, I mean it's not even re- registered a shot on goal, so you count that as a missed shot, uh, post star. Yeah. So I guess. Oh, but I I I'm not when when they lost to St. Louis, I, I didn't panic at all. It's not end of the world i think Buddy, you said that it was a must win series they had to sweep both games last I, week you I, said I, it was no, no, must no. win you you, you were putting, jumping on the do you want to go back and you're, listen you're, 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 you said you're, must you're, win. You're, you're you're changing my words one of no, those you said must they win. need to must must win one of the games you said both you said I they had to must win both if you want to go back and listen anytime i'll wager any amount of money you want because i even hammered you at that time when you said that you were all over the panic button i was the only level-headed one here and oh, bullshit. In fact, that's our, our, our buddy buzzle world will when we're listen buzz world buzzle world whatever is it, will <laughs> listen and agree with me and he'll say carlo you you said that they must win both. actually so, i think that that's the way i recall it too yeah you said they must and i even stopped you at that point i said buddy like, come on. Like, they're not missing the playoffs, and at the worst, they could be a three seed. So, when you start looking at the um, where the, the season – where the standings are setting up right now, look, Colorado's just not losing. And when Colorado loses, Vegas lost the same game. I mean, like, the, it's just, yeah. they're playing they, Anaheim they, right now. Like, they're probably up 17-0. to zero. I don't know what the score is. Oh, but. well, they lost 8-1 to one against 
Minnesota eight to three or something like that, and that was with Drew Bauer. They they are more mortable. Like Colorado's yeah. beatable, but it's no, it's no. Not tough. Here's here, here's the thing that nobody's talking about. So Drew Bauer got the brakes beat off him eight to one. He hasn't played since, and he's not playing today. And they just traded for Dubnik. Mm. Not saying he's injured. Not saying anything. But they're probably trying to give him a little bit of break right now because Johansson's playing today, and probably Dubnik plays the next game. Yeah, Colorado's right. only up one nothing. But yeah, because Gibson, Gibson's back to playing well. He got a little bit of rest. Yep. Like, remember how every single year Gibson starts out, lights out, everybody's like, oh, this guy's going to win a Bezna. He's the well, we even said that at the beginning of the year. 100%. Yeah. And then he gets worn out because he pl- he has to stop 50 shots because that team in front of him is trash, gets worn down, starts letting a lot of goals in, then gets injured, then gets a little bit of break. Now he's back. It's like beginning of the season. And he's like refreshed. And he's like, okay, here we go. Let's stop all the shots. Like he's clockwork. phenomenal. Yeah, he's phenomenal right now. Yeah, it's into the first. They're up one nothing. So, but yeah, when you look at the standings, uh, Minnesota has kind of fallen a little bit. I think they're down they lost seven points, but they have one uh, game in hand. Yeah, they lost in regulation. They so, lost in regulation in overtime. Overtime. They, so overtime was the yeah. one where they got one point. Yeah. So I think they're down seven right now with uh, seven points with one game in hand. And Vegas is technically down two points to Colorado. But Colorado's game in hand, or not game in hand, but they are playing right now. So yeah. Vegas will have a game in hand after after today. So go Anaheim if you have any. Believe in miracles. Yeah. It's yeah. The, the thing about Anaheim too, though, is they've been playing. They're, they're not going to make the playoffs. They're pro- they are the worst team in the division. But they they've been playing spoiler here and there. They've been beating teams that they're not supposed to. Every and then they lose the other. They've been splitting series. So. Anaheim is not a team you can just like brush off and like thinking yeah. it's gonna be. A, a Minnesota team. is five points behind us, by the way. Yeah. After uh, after our victory, just now. oh, hold on, did they play today? Yeah, they did. They lost. They lost an overtime today. Um, was that today? Yeah, and then yesterday uh, was it yesterday or two days no, ago? It was they yesterday. Lost it had to been yesterday because they they don't they even play, play today. today. Yeah, they're, they're, it was yesterday, Carlo. I don't know what you're talking wait, about. Wait, like, wait. Did you not sleep? Well, remember, he usually stays up later than us. There's only oh, been so. one game today prior to this, and it was Buffalo coming back and beating Philly, and then we played. So when you oh, kept yeah, saying right. that, was... I was so confused. I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. It was yesterday. It was a back-to-back. Uh, that's why I was confused because it was a back-to-back. And uh, Yeah, they lost 9-1 on Friday and then lost uh, yesterday uh, in overtime. And then okay. they play again tomorrow. Yeah. Minnesota, yeah, down five. Same game played, down five points. Okay, so you got a little bit of breathing room there with 16 yep. games to play. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, you're rooting for Anaheim. I doubt that happens. And then, I mean, really, that that battle for the fourth position is going to be fun to watch down the stretch. I think yeah. that's the only – in all the playoffs um, or in all the divisions, that's the only actual – Real race. Maybe uh, Chicago-Nashville. No. Chicago-Nashville. I, I don't know. Chicago's been Dallas in Dallas the... has been playing well lately. I guess and Dallas too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But and they have four games in hand. Yep. Yeah. yeah so that, it... that could be that could be something. Yeah, because if you look at the Scotia division, we all already know who the four teams are. hundred percent. Uh yeah, because I don't think uh Vancouver's not even playing. Uh, Ottawa's same with the same, same with the mass. You know who the mass the you yeah. just don't know the division the um the order arrangement. seating. Yeah, the yeah. order, yeah. Whatever that's their that's their race over there is their um is their order. What is it yep. uh and then uh, Philly just lost to Buffalo again. Philly's got to sell tomorrow at some point. I mean, they got to just start trading. They got to fire. I, I, they won't, but they should try or fire uh, Bigno or whatever his name is. I'm liking uh, Buffalo's late playoff push. I think they've that's a good yeah, playoff push. Like you know what's funny? So, <laughs> so I was hoping that somebody would bring up the fact that maybe they think Columbus still has a push in them, because then I was going to go. No, oh, Columbus has a push. I was going to make a joke. That has a push. Now, I was just going to make yeah. the joke that Detroit will bypass Columbus up for last place. Yeah. Columbus just traded uh, Felino, so they, they know they're out. Well, and and Savard. How, how did they get two first-round picks for players that are not worth anything close to That is why It's re- retaining 50% of the salary. That's that how. Too. That's those true. are bad. Those are, those are, I mean, great trades for Columbus. Phenomenal trades. Really bad trades for Tampa Bay and, uh, and Toronto. But I get Toronto, right? Like, you are – this is your best chance. You're almost guaranteed a spot in the final four. Like just go beat the Canadian teams, which you've done all year. And you can unless, make it to the final four. Unless, uh, unless Ottawa sneaks in the playoffs and they, for true, some reason they, cannot, they can't beat Ottawa for some reason. That would be true. So um, to kind of put a ball on the, uh, the Vegas week, I mean, three and one flurries. Yeah. It's, 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 I, I thought it was good. Who do we, uh, do we have three or four games this week? I, I know we have, they have four. 
Yeah, we don't have any more. Uh, oh, we have a back-to-back because we play Monday or we play tomorrow. Yeah, we so have Monday. tomorrow and every, every day uh, starting. I don't know, it's been a while. We've had our last two gay uh, two day. Yeah, that was rest, a couple weeks everything. ago. And I yeah, think you have, one game. I think you have four game um, four game weeks all the yeah. rest of the way. Next week, uh, the not this coming week, the week after that, there's five games. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say four yeah. or five. It's just I was gonna say how many more back to backs too. Uh, there's uh, so we have a back to back. We have we have a game tomorrow, yep. and then next week we have another back to back on Sunday, Monday, including Correct. including a Friday, Saturday on that same week. Oh, that's a five game week, yeah. So yep. this week's four, and then you go one, two, three. Yeah, you play. Uh, although that should be a fun week if you're gonna have back to backs because you go Anaheim, yeah. San Jose, San Jose, San Jose, Anaheim with two the back to backs of Anaheim to San Jose and yeah. San Jose to Anaheim. So let's not get too ahead of ourselves with that because I, I want to talk about that next podcast so because it's gonna be a fun. Week. Yeah, yeah. Of course, it's coming. Week. Yeah. This week but, should be should should be a good week though. I mean, obviously, you, you I mean, you got the Kings who always play them tough, mm-hmm. and then you got Anaheim um, for and Gibson playing better. Yeah, yeah. who they're in well, Anaheim though, so. And and let's talk about the the uh, the contrast between Anaheim and LA though, because like like you said, we we LA always plays us tough, but uh, you talk about Gibson playing well. For some reason, Gibson is always have a hard time against Vegas though. I think he does have a very good record with Vegas. I think uh, Vegas is one of his kryptonites, yeah. I believe. And another thing with Anaheim too is how many players could they sell in the next twenty four hours? That's true. That's true. They I think- talked about if they could sell Josh Manson, who they kept, and we got Theodore for it. So thank you, Anaheim. Um, mm-hmm. But they they're asking for a first. I don't think they can get a first for him. R- rumors of you know trying to get rid of Getzlaff, but I don't think Getzlaff wants to leave. You know he he's been yeah. with that franchise his entire career. If he doesn't yeah, want to leave. Yeah, if he doesn't want to leave, don't let him leave. It's just he deserves that much for what he brought to that to that franchise. Yeah. I think one cup, right? Just one. Yeah, they had a couple, one. couple couple deep runs, but only one cup, I think. A cup, a cup's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you Especially know. for a te- for a team that was thought of as the laughing stock when with mm-hmm. their name, the mighty. Or not, yeah, I mighty I prefer Ducks. them yeah, go I'm back. I prefer to go back to the Mighty Ducks moniker. At this, at this point, I wish they would. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, especially better, with better, better colors. I actually, I, I don't mind their orange jerseys when they mm-hmm. wear those. I don't I, like their traditional whites or their traditional, I don't know, what are they, black or whatever. Like, yeah, I mean, the, the black, I don't like either. Like, I mean, you don't even have to go full rebrand on it. Just use, you can keep your orange and black uh, color scheme and just keep the old logo and just, you know. Chase uh-huh. scheme because that old logo is probably one of my favorite of all time in sports. It's, I mean, when you start looking list. around the league, how many teams have a better old logo than their current one? San Jose for sure. Their their uh, heritage ones, their thirty year anniversaries are better than their current ones. The, uh, in my opinion, the weird looking shark. The uh, 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 Ottawa's original one was a lot better than their three D logo. Yep, and they went back to it. Uh, Anaheim, we just talked about obviously. Not Arizona, much. Arizona. Oh yeah, the the Kachita logos. Yeah, of Colorado course. pulling out the Nordique. Oh wait. Yeah, I don't know that you can call that I, one. To be <laughs> honest, I like their uh the their older logo with a with a circle with a C in the circle instead of this weird. I don't uh, like their wavy, A with the with a wavy thing. Down. Yeah, I like the other one with the, uh, the triangle. The triangle. Last, yeah, those are the best. The, yeah. They were last year's thirds, and they're still wearing them again this year. It's yeah. a better navy blue, um, with a better logo. It looks like the. Uh, Colorado state flag is what it looks like. And that, those are a great jersey. Yeah, and honor back to when they originally had a franchise before they moved to New Jersey. Vegas with their uh, reverse retros are better than their gray homes. In my Which, opinion. unfortunately, yesterday, not yesterday's game, but the game before was the last time they were wearing it. But I want them to be a permanent selection. I hope they, they do. They keep it uh, after, like, past this year. Because that's, like I said, that's my favorite kit for Vegas. I think, I think what they said was it was only going to be a one-year thing but that doesn't mean that vegas can't go and build another red one right they can yeah. they can do a red one that doesn't have the v and stuff like that they don't have to go back to that and there's really nothing i like it, I love it man. yeah there's nothing truly preventing them from keeping it or any of the yeah. teams from keeping theirs because yeah. i mean look at the demand for a lot of them yeah, yeah. i there's mean the bad I, ones but yeah the islanders yeah, is keeping them forever because they're they just Stop. very regular <laughs> Um, another another team, Tampa Bay's older ones are better than their current ones, in my opinion. Better, um, better logo. I don't know. It has it does have the '90s feel, but I think the uh, the newer one is much cleaner. 
it's cleaner. It's just I, I, I like both. Yes, uh, the Tampa their their reverse retro is nostalgic, and I I do like it. I wish the top was blue instead of white, but yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, we're getting way off topic with uh, yeah. with Jersey talk, but uh, yeah. So good week, obviously. Next, I mean, so your next three there's three weeks left in the season. You go four games, five games, four games. So there's a lot of time. I mean. St. Louis was out of a playoff spot at the beginning of the week, and now they're back into a playoff spot. So it's a uh, it's a lot can happen, especially when you're only playing division games. So yeah. Vegas needs to keep their foot on the pedal. Um, should be a, should be a good week coming up. Uh, what else? like let's talk about like White Cloud just came back. I for, I forgot White Cloud came back his first game. Uh, this um. In like in a while, right? In, like la- this game that just happened. You just, it it feels game. like a couple weeks. And, it feels yeah, like. You, but if you can tell the difference with the defense, I thought they played really good defense with White Cloud in there. And uh, there's, there's, I agree. I, I think that that defensive core that you just saw today, that's going to be what they're going to. If they're fully healthy, that's what they play game one. There's only one real kind of concern in that whole defensive core, and that's Hag taking his fucking penalties now. Yeah. Like, he he just his and they're not. I understand some aggressive penalties, right? Mm-hmm. They're just bad stick penalties. Yeah. He's had too many high sticks. Um, he's getting tripping and slashing calls. He's just relying on a stick way too much. Yeah. The stick now, penalties are bad penalties to take. I, I, granted, I, today's was his first one in a few games, but he got benched yeah, for you're it. Right. Yeah. No, I, he, got, he, got, he absolutely got put on the bench. He got stapled to the bench at the end of one of the games. Yeah, and then he got he skipped the game because of it. But yep. I talked about this in the group chat where this was a recurring problem with him during when he was in the AHL, where uh, when he didn't really work on his uh, his skating was not up to as to up to par it is right now. When people were saying that skating is the problem and uh, whatnot, if this this was his thing. He's, he relied a lot on his stick and his reach, uh, and then it it'll get him in trouble, especially when he gets beat. Uh, skating wise and he, he's starting to revert to that which i i think he shouldn't because he you've seen all season he's been skating really well and i don't know what really the i don't know how the bad habit came back but he's been relying too much on his uh reach and stick again and it's been leading to a lot of penalties and i i think he can clean it up we've seen him do it we've seen him play clean uh much cleaner and he is a Sophomore? Would this be his sophomore season, or is he still considered a rookie? I'm not sure. So I think it's sophomore. I think he played enough games early. Either way, I'd call him a sophomore. It doesn't matter. He's yeah. not a prospect anymore. Yeah, he's still he's still a really young guy. So he he is a lot. He can still get better. Uh, we've seen his offense. I I texted you guys that that chart for Hague hey, is he's playing really well. It's just his penalties, really. Yeah, and yeah. it's really only been the last what ten to fifteen games that they've yeah. kind of crept up. And but it was just kind of in bunches. It was just a, mm-hmm. a whole bunch. So. Um, no yeah, he had like two play. a game for a couple of games in a row there. Yeah, yeah Nosek playing lights out. God, what he's got seven goals since he came back. Well, he had I guess six since he came back. Yeah, it's it's he has like some like eight points in ten games or something like that. It's it's that's really good. Yeah, I think he had that before today's game. Mm-hmm. So it would be nice. Here's my thing: Why don't they try him on the power play? I don't know. I said this. Even like, uh, like I also said, Kohler Slurma. People are making fun. He's not going to finish that play. That hit that play. His goal. That was that was really good. That was sweet. That like showed I, his shot. That's the one thing that that you see now. He got injured today, I guess, or he got pulled from the game. So whether whatever you want to call it, either he either he's getting traded, or he got injured. One of the two. Uh, somebody I know at the game sent a text that said he got hurt in the second period, but I don't I don't remember how. I don't remember seeing anything. They never showed a replay. Yeah, they're not pulling somebody from the middle of the game for a trade. That's that was more tongue in cheek because a lot of people were out there talking about that, right? Yeah. Like, oh, hey, well, and it, it's happened before. I guess that's true. But yeah. so, um, but I agree on, on something else on the power play, right? Now today they only had one opportunity. They didn't score, but it was a little bit better. But yeah, you can tell because one hit the post. Technically, the, the end of the the was one this, hit the post. The, well, one no, shot no. hit the pole, so and they didn't count things. Well, they power, one shot. Play. Oh, with the end. 12 seconds left. You're <laughs> right. I'm sorry. You're right. 14 seconds. And, hey, absolutely technically, you know, I'm a big technical person. I agree with it. So, but their full power play, yeah. it wasn't a, I don't know. You can still see that they revert back to standing still. Like, they can't seem to get that out of them. Even the, when they started last game and they got the power play early and Marshall so finally ended the 0 for 18 drought, 
it was very good movement, but then the next couple power plays that they got in that game, it still, you could still see they revert back to, they're like, okay, guys, hey, we did it. We proved we could do it. Okay, let's stand still now. It's just kind of goofy to me. Well, yeah, Dave, uh, I, I agree with you. I think Nishi tries Nosek. He's, he's the hottest player right now on the team. Put him in there. See, like, you know. Can't be any worse. Can't be any worse, right? No, right, can't be. Can't be at all. And, I mean, he has a decent net front presence. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's shy. He's been finishing. Like, and like I like I said, I tweeted this: Dosik or Kolosar, give him a shot. Maybe if we put Kolosar in a power play, he'll finish much. Uh, he'll finish more because a lot of people want him bench. But I think him generating chances is better than not. Like there are players that are not generating chances. I've never understood, and this happened in year one. I've never, or not year one, uh, last year when we first got him. I've never understood Martinez on the power play. I like him, love him as a defenseman. I think he's been our best defenseman all year. I said that mm-hmm. a couple months or a month ago. I don't see him on the power play, though. I don't think he's a uh, – I just don't see it. That's it's, me. Especially when you – Yeah, especially when you have two really elite puck-moving defensemen already on the team. You know, plus you like if you're looking for a one timer, there's a perfectly better one time defense. Yeah. yeah. And there's another one who's sitting on the bench right now, too. Coglin. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. It, it, to me, it doesn't make a ton of sense why they throw him out there. But I, I get when there's 30 seconds left and you think that two defensemen are going to get caught out there. Fine. But when That's it's true. when they start the, the power play and he, you put two defensemen out there, it just makes no sense to me. So, I mean, like we. To your point of when they have like some of our forwards are pretty much defensemen anyway, like Stone and Riley Smith, you know they, they they're really good defensively. So I don't mind them getting caught as quote unquote defensemen because they know they're they're really responsible over their own end. I agree. Um, at what point do we talk about uh, talk hasn't scored since I don't know it's the turn of the year. Uh, it's a drought. It's I don't know it's. He- seems like he's getting some chances. He's just not bearing anything. I mean, maybe it's his, maybe it's his line matchup. People keep wanting to say, we need to get a trade to get tucked somebody else on his, on his line. But that would have to be one hell of a trade. I'm like, we see these three team trades we'll talk about here. That's the only way that anything could happen. Maybe even for a four team trade, you know, but I just, I I mean, he, his line mate is really hot right now, which is no sick. So yeah. I mean, and Tuck, well, he hit the post today, and I think he's just gripping the stick too tightly right now. Probably. He just needs to relax. I think it's say it's. I think the same is happening with Mark Stone too, because Mark Stone still ha- hasn't scored in a while either. Um, I, Pat, and Patrick thought would have had a chance today. Yeah, but he did. Uh, he passed with Patch Reddy, and Patch Reddy didn't get much of a shot off. But and, I just thought that was an opportunity Stone could have. Yeah, and Pacioretty has one goal in the last few games, and it was an empty netter. Uh, last, uh, not this game, the last game uh, against, and that's been his only goal in a while too. There, there has been a drought in this um, forward group, and we're talking about depth scoring, and it's crazy because it's a depth scoring that's been scoring the past few games. It's the top line that hasn't really. Uh, the misfit line's been scoring here and there too, um, but it's been. What uh, Kolosar Nosek, uh, Kolosar had one goal. Carrier had two, like the past few games. Maybe Wa- with Wa, the defensemen, uh, the defensemen are just doing scoring. It's the top six that hasn't scored really in a while. Maybe that top line they're just pressing too hard to get Patcharetti his three hundredth goal. Yeah, that could be it too. And yeah, like that top line, the the last goal like, in a while that's not an empty netter is Stevenson, uh, last game, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So I think they're I I think I know these guys are good enough at hockey that they're gonna uh, snap out of this. It's just one of those times. They had a really hot March, like and then eventually, like I don't know. It's April's not hasn't been a good <laughs> month for the top line to be honest with you. It has not at all. No, this is of course it didn't help that you know. Stevenson got his suspension for three games to kind of yeah. mess up their chemistry maybe a little bit, but still he was there for most of it or this past month and whatnot. Where and it's not, 
and it's not like they're playing badly. They they've gained their chances. They just couldn't finish. They they have a, a colosseritis right now. Yeah. Or postitis after today. Yeah. I don't know. I I that they'll snap out of it, and once they do, I think Vegas will start uh, winning more of these games much easily. Um, but I hopefully they'll snap out of it uh, before the playoffs. Obviously. Um. Do you guys see Vegas even aim, being able to make a deal? There, there's one deal I've been. It's it's half joking, but I kind of really want it to happen. But it's not gonna happen. It's like not, especially with their winning streak. Is I, I really want Perron back, but that's not gonna happen. <laughs> and only and, and my and my suggestion is you trade McNabb out to get his salary out, and then fifty percent of Perron's contract is a two million dollars, and McNabb's contract is. 2.5 so you can does the TF one year beyond this they're not going to retain it for two years for that yeah. deal hey, it's not going to happen I mean I, I get it no no I understand what you're saying um they god there's so much to, to try to unpack and say there I think a move happens I just don't know what I don't think it's a yeah. big one I don't think it's it's definitely not year one where it was Tatar right because mm-hmm. Tatar was a 20 goal score, young guy with term. They gave a ton for him. Second year, obviously, was Mark Stone, our captain. Third year, I think it could be similar to the Martinez deal because when the Martinez deal happened, that was widely lauded. Like nobody thought that was a good trade. They gave up two seconds for him. He was playing poorly on a bad team. Like I think it could be similar to that type of deal where a lot of people kind of go, I don't get that deal. And it's, I don't know, you don't want to call him depth, but it's a down the, the, yeah. the roster player. And then all of a sudden he, he could just fit because uh, Vegas has proven from the expansion draft through all their trades, when they target somebody, typically it's a very good player. Tatar is what, yeah, realistically the only one that didn't work out? Tatar's the outlier. Maybe a Cousins too. Um, he, he was okay. To do. okay he, that, he, that's, a, that's a better example. He played his role as a pest. The cousin, the cousins type trade is what I could see them happening. I don't see um, it, it being much more than that. I could also see them putting in a uh, claim for uh, Victor Mete, who just went on uh, waivers this morning from uh, Montreal. And uh, yeah, and we'll get into uh, the reason why they did that too here in a little bit. Yeah, and the fact that here here's my little tin tinfoil hat. I texted you guys about this. Uh, the fact that. Cody Glass wasn't sent down and Henderson hasn't played in a while is a little bit concerning. And uh, maybe there's a little spark of inkling there that he might get moved. Maybe here's like a one for one trade for Nolan Patrick. Bam. Here's here's, here's my thought on that. Um, He, there's no reason to move him right now, right? There's no pending. Like he doesn't have, he's not up this year. He's got no real value at this moment. Like at this point, if you sold him, look like, in the offseason, Leas Anderson, who was selected two s- selections behind him in the same mm-hmm. draft by New York, was just traded at the draft to the Kings, and they got like a fourth or a fifth back for him. I mean, it was a, a mid-round nothing pick. You're not going to trade your first overall pick ever in your franchise when they had a ton of faith in him up until, I don't know, the last couple months for that type of return. Like, you're not doing that. Uh, I- so there's no real value in, in, in him. And he doesn't hurt you keeping him up on the taxi squad anywhere. His money doesn't hurt you, and you can move him freely all year until the playoffs start. So I get what you're saying, but I just don't. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that's the case. It's just a really small inkling. It's just that I don't know why they didn't send him down to Henderson when they had like two games when he's too, he was he's, sitting. He, 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 there's nothing for him to prove there. I mean, literally, yeah, but, well, I'd rather game. have him. I'd rather have him play though than just sitting yeah. on the bench. You would and, rather have a player who got injured in the AHL last year when he's true. too good for the AHL, playing in meaningless hockey games that he's already proven he's better than everybody else in. That, you also said you don't yeah. you, you don't want Krebs play, doing that, and there was no reason for him to go to the back to the WHL. But there was um, cap and sliding of his contract I mean, for that. glass it doesn't mean anything so i my, i actually agree with them parking his ass on the taxi squad practicing with the big club that's just me i agree yeah. with that i mean like yeah. i would rather him developed... be playing playing but i get that side of it too because i mean he goes down in playing to him meaningless games 
because he is way too good for the AHL. It's yeah, I, I can see both sides on that one. Yeah, I, I, that's a good point, but I just don't like because his, his development is just so topsy turvy, man. It's he got hurt, he hasn't played in a year, and then now he's still not, he's not playing again. It's it's he needs to play hockey games. That's just my concern. You know, he had a full year when he didn't play. He, and so I was I was talking to uh, um, on Twitter the whatever Theodore's Tooth or whatever that guy's name is, um, and he was arguing like, okay, this this. They don't give him chances. They don't do this. No, he, he played get, 27 fucking yeah, games, guys. He got chances. He's been obsolete with exception of a few flashes at five on five. He's yeah, had a couple decent games at five on five and one flash of a backhand pass that who knows at this point. Okay, you could say you see it, but he hasn't done it again. So was that more luck? And, <laughs> I mean, and that's, and that's the thing about, I guess we talked about before, it was frustrating about him is that. You, you know he has it. He's just not consistent with it. You know it's so, so in, in the in in the playoffs. How many power plays typically happen a game? Not one, long. maybe two. No, so it's not even just in the power play. Hold on, 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 hold on. The power play thing is not actually. I remember an article last year. It feels like there's less power plays and less penalties in the playoffs. It's actually not true. You just don't see many of the the cheap ones anymore. You see more of the aggressive type happen, like we were talking no about earlier. So I don't see I don't see power plays being any less in the playoffs games because I've seen it that way too. Uh, gotcha. it, it's no, no, kind no, of no, a misconception. Yeah, my only point that I was making on that was: Are you really going to carry him to be worse than Wah or Nosik at center at five on five just so he can play a minute or two a power play a game? I don't oh, think yeah, you're right going on that, to. But... That, that was my point that I was making on the power play point because that's what everybody keeps saying is he's so good on the power play. Okay, but he's really, really yeah. bad and at five he, on five. Yeah, and he did like people saying he didn't get a ch- uh, people. Some people say he deserves it. Like, no, he, he needs to earn it. It's the NHL. Yeah, you yeah, don't deserve it. Yeah, yeah and he, exactly. He, and he had his chance. He had a few games in between. He played with Talking so, are not talking about uh, uh for a few yeah. games, especially with that, those games without uh without Stevenson, you know. It's like at some like I'm I'm one of the biggest glass you know this since the start. I'm one of the biggest glass supporters out there. I fucking love the kid. We, thought, we all are. Yeah, I mean, we, we are all but, glass apologists to the point of going, yeah. okay, at this point I've even stopped because it's like mm-hmm. I I agree with what the team is doing. They're not trading them, there's yeah, no reason no. to to hold your feet to the fire for anything, throw his ass in the taxi squad. Don't send him down to the, a meaningless AHL game. Right. Like if you're, if you go back into the playoffs and you can carry him and, and have nice scrimmages with him, you do that. Like there's no reason for him to go play AHL games right now. He's better than everybody else on the ice. At some point it needs to click with him. Right. Because typically people that dominate the AHL level come in and can at least produce at the NHL level. Now, it's not always, like, once again, Zykov led the AHL in scoring one year in goals, like 39 or something like that, and he didn't produce at the NHL level. So, it does happen, but... Garrett Sparks. <laughs> at some, yeah, Garrett Sparks was goaltender of the year, right? So, I get that sometimes it happens. Not often, though. If they are clearly head and shoulders above everybody else on the ice, Usually that translates. And for whatever reason with Cody Glass, it's not. And it's not because of opportunity. He's played with elite wingers at every spot. He's played with Tuck all year. He's played with Pacioretty and Stone. He's been given every opportunity. He hasn't had to kill penalties. And he's been on power play one. And he's still obsolete at five and five. Whatever he needs to do to to get it figured out. Because he was supposed to be the future of this team. And it doesn't seem like he's going to be at this point. Yeah. Um, back back to the trade thing because I didn't get to put my thoughts in on that too. I mean, I, I kind of agree. It's, n- it's not going to be anything major. It 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 would seem like a minor deal, but I I like to see them get another center, somebody who who's good at faceoffs. But it's it's going to have to be a multiple team trade, and somebody's going to have to retain some salary. It's going to be multiple draft picks involved. But I, I would like to see some more depth in the center. And like you said, Eric, though, too, it's like, it, it's not going to be like a top of the line player. It'd be somewhere like the middle six as opposed to only top or only bottom six in my but, opinion. But if you look at what, sorry, if you look at what just happened uh, with 
uh, the trade with the Folino trade. They sent him to San Jose to retain 25% and then got it back. So it was like 1.6 million or something retained. And that was only for a fourth round pick. That's what we did for Leonard last year. Yeah. So at least because you're late in the year, it doesn't cost you as much to, to try to have somebody retain. Right. So you can add a fourth round pick to get somebody to hold 25% of the, of the player coming to you. So you can really pay 25% out there like that, that we'll, we'll talk about here. Yeah. Yeah. uh, So the question is, is center really the only spot? Uh, Because I think Stevenson has been fine. Noshik has been hot. I don't know if they're going to like, and then, and then we have Wa for the fourth line. You're not Carlson's our best center. Yeah. So, where are you going to place him? Who's going to who's going to be the last? Uh, well, see the thing. No, can also gonna, play the wing. I guess, yeah, that's true. But he's been so comfortable at center right now. That's that's yeah. where he's been getting all the points. He's much better as the center. Well, Guys, somebody, here, here, here's somebody's good at faceoff, but somebody also we can get some more scoring out of. Here's your centers on the TSN's trade bait, right? So, Luke Glendening. Uh, sorry. Um, Vegas fans, I know you guys couldn't pick that guy out of a room of one. Dave can tell you about him because he plays for Detroit. Leads the league else. in the NHL and face-off percentage by far. There you go. Uh, Mikel Granlund, okay, for Nashville. Uh, Scott Lawton, playing bad on a, on a bad Philly team. And then you start going down the list. Uh, they Remember, that? we talked about uh, Martinez playing bad defense on a bad team last year. Yeah. Sam Bennett, who, I mean, that doesn't do anything for you. Alex Kerfoot. I, I mean, there's just not a lot. Like, of yeah, there's no, there. just nobody yeah. pushing the needle. Unless, yeah, unless there's there is no center out there. I think the vague like anyone that can push Nosek out of that third C spot right now, in, in my opinion. Nope. Uh, so unless they're going for a big, big name like Eichel, I don't know, uh, who is hurt and they can put him in LTIR and he can use him next year. Uh, but no, that's not going to happen <laughs> at all. <laughs> There, well, there's yeah. really no point of getting a center for me, in my opinion, to be honest. I think you, I mean. Let's see, centers are, some centers can be pretty versatile and can actually play center and the wing as well, though, too. So, Like Wah, like Nosek. I, I don't know. I mean, our, not to then go back to the Cody Glass thing, but if Kolasar's injured, who, who left the game with a hip injury, they said mm-hmm. after the game, you know Glass is coming back into the lineup and you know they're going to play him at center. So does Wah move up to third line wing and Glass plays fourth line center? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think Or Patrick gonna... Brown. Do they go to Patrick Brown and Ooh. bypass Cody Glass if they do that? I, I could actually see I, them I can see playing that. Brown. I could see that. But I, I really like what the, Col- uh, the, the, Col- the, the Carrier, Wah, and Reeves has brought the past few games. They've been... So you make Nosek Good. play wing? You put Glass up to third center and you make Nosek play... Are, I mean, uh, you, did, you did say that Nosek can play wing no, better than Glass, and he's left-handed, so he's better off in the Or you put Nosek back down to fourth-line center because he's been good with that, with that. and, and yeah. it's just plug and play I, I'm and not a fan Glass, Wah, Tuck, who I'm actually not, had some success early I actually am not a big fan of that, those three together because they're all righties like I like Nosek being there because he's a lefty Yeah, I gotcha yeah. I don't know I just I, I think also Reeves didn't play much in the third because he was injured as well so you might have yeah. a couple people come back in the Brown yeah minute. Brown and Glass there you go actually no you're fucked you can't do that because we have no uh, you have no cap space <laughs> You can't bring anybody up. You have no camp space. I forget about that. Uh, you can put LT. Uh, well, they're just no, you have to put, put somebody on LTIR to get it. Yeah, and, and that's otherwise, like... or you have to play a man down and then bring him up on the emergency exception. That's here's... why they always play the one yes. man down because they have no cap space. Here's the here's the thing. They're going to put Reeves in LTIR that gives us uh, 1.7 million and we can trade for someone. What? No, I don't know, man. They're... The Mac GMs, this, this cap. Has hurt bit Vegas. They big brained themselves, thinking that somebody would get injured, and, and it never happened. So yeah, and, I and just think they they pushed it a little too close. You yeah. can't go into games. How many games has it been now? Three, three to four. There's there's three, and they lost all three games. Yeah, where you can't field a full lineup because you don't have any space. Like they just they 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 galaxy brained themselves a little too far on that one. So yeah, it's not like we're Tampa Bay and actually you know had a super have a superstar who's who's skating and circumventing the cap or anything, but, you know. Completely circumventing the cap. 
So, all right. Anything uh, else before we go to the uh, commercial break? No. We got. Well, who's our sponsor by? That's this a great time? question. Godzilla great versus question. Kong. Buddy, it's out now on HBO Max. So go and watch it. It's only out for thirty days from the time it came out. So make sure to get it. A little bit of teaser. There is a Mecha Godzilla in there. So I mean, you might want to go watch it. All right. Enjoy the uh, commercial break brought to you by HBO Max, Godzilla vs. Kong. I'm Corey Francois. I'm Richie Suave Flores. And this is Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. On the Hockey Podcast Network. What did I just listen to? Oh, this game. This game, is, this game is just bullshit now. Oh my gosh. I actually, they actually made me feel uncomfortable. What was it? Panty what? The game has gone to bullshit. Panty melted? Why do we record these during the middle of games? Oh, God. Be sure to listen to Corey and I every Monday. We are your go-to source for the Arizona Coyotes on the Hockey Podcast Network. And we're back. Woo! Yeah, okay. So hopefully was, you guys uh, have was, time to uh, go watch Godzilla vs. Kong. If that, was, then. that wasn't a Godzilla vs. Kong ad that played, though. What? the hell was that eh, i was told by our sponsors that it was it'd be nice if we could have uh, godzilla versus kong as an actual sponsor instead of some <laughs> the hockey podcast network i hope nobody listens to this i apologize hockey podcast <laughs> oh we're all fired it's okay yeah. uh, i mean we'll still do this next week with or without <laughs> never mind i'm sorry god damn i'm getting us in more trouble i apologize <laughs> you can edit this out if you want to aj um, oh all right, God. now let's go to our around the uh, NHL and hockey and other things that we'll get to. Uh, we'll let Dave talk about college hockey. All right. Uh, congratulations to the University of Massachusetts or UMass, as most people call them, winning their first ever NCAA Division One title as they beat St. Cloud State 5 nothing. Uh, this is only the third NCAA tournament appearance because they were trash before they hired their new coach i think even in his first year they only won four games the entire year they lost in the 2019 to, uh title game the minnesota duluth which was actually the last game title game they had because you know unfortunately because of stupid covid bullshit is that where uh, 2020 was canceled hmm? is that where mccarr went was he a umass player actually, honestly, I, don't I, I don't know the answer to that one i honestly don't know all right. Oh, uh, one comment I was going to add on is like uh, UMass, not like one of the, not a big school at all. You notice at the NCAA that a lot of the smaller schools over the last, oh, 14 years have won the NCAA title. Uh, and it kind of co- coincides when the Big Ten kind of opened up the NCAA conference and it kind of destroyed all the other ones because you haven't had a big school win it. In a long time, I mean, Boston College is technically a big school, so they're ACC in regular sports, but they're, they're still a small school itself. And the last big school to win it was actually in 2007 with Michigan State. And, uh, yes, Eric, he did go to uh, UMass. Kilmer. UMass Amherst, not the same. Oh, what the, <laughs> what the heck is this? All right, so he did go to UMass. Yeah, Amherst. UM, not the Amherst. same thing. Yep. Okay. Oh so, uh, yeah! Congratulations um, to them, though. It's uh, that's really you know, especially no nobody even thought that there was going to be a Frozen Four tournament this season because of the whole you know. But uh, a lot of the college kids stayed in uh, in college, just stayed in their schools for one more year just to chase that and them getting it. So congrats to them. So my uh, so yeah, that's good. Go go team. Um, next little thing to uh, talk about my. Uh, Nikita Gusev jersey is getting more and more valuable every time he gets waived <laughs> and picks up a new team. Uh, so New Jersey uh, put him on waivers. What was it last week or middle of the week? That was just like then, two days ago. Yeah, it was only a few days ago. Yeah. Okay, they put him on waivers. He nobody claimed him, and then they're like, "All right, we're putting him on unconditional waivers to terminate the contract because they weren't going to play him anymore. He hadn't played since like March 20th, and he signed with Florida um, on a tiny little deal, right? So. This is probably, I, I don't know. I mean, he's only got 16 games to uh, go show if he's going to be any good or if he's going to go back to the KHL, but it doesn't seem seem very good. And when it happened, I mean, there were there was not many people that said that they supported the trade. Obviously, now it looks fantastic for Vegas yeah. that they got 
Cormier. I didn't like the I didn't like the money. I didn't like the moving Gusev, obviously. But when he got four point five million, I completely understood why we didn't sign him. That was way too much money. Uh, but once again, the McGMs, as as we've talked about, and we probably support them quite a bit more than other people. Uh, they know a lot more about hockey than we do. They realized he was never going to fit. He wasn't going to be. A, I mean, he's absolutely terrible in his own end. Like he is yeah. such. So bad. so bad. And he's probably the worst skater in the league. Like, probably legit the worst skater in the league. He – the fall from grace. He was good last season, man. I don't know what happened. He had, what's like, 66 points or something like – like, 55 and 66 games or something like that. It was he pretty good. A, yeah, he, 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 was, he was a really decent player. Mm-hmm. He was still bad defensively. Was defensively, yes. They probably shadow and going, put him on offensive zone stars, played him on the power play almost every single time, and – and it's it's yeah he's a power play specialist too yeah and it, it's crazy how when he went to the unconditional waivers and became a free agent a lot of Vegas fans came out of the woodwork yeah. and like hey hey guys we, we like, need him for the power plays him. like we no. need him to score no we want him for that uh, slap shot in no. one timer I'm like we have enough people who do one timers on the power play yeah well Gusev is not a finisher anyways he's a playmaker we have a lot of those yeah. But uh, man, yeah, I, I am I am glad that the McGMs know what they're doing and not sign Yusev. They're a lot smarter than us three dumbasses. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, forty-four points in sixty-six games last year, which is still good. Yeah. Right? That's, that's pretty like good. Po- yeah, yeah, point six per per game. No, that's that's very good. But yeah, so he uh, is. I don't know if it's rumored or official, but I think he, he's officially signed in uh, in Florida. So yeah, uh, good luck playing with the. That's the land of misfits down there, right? Like Anthony Duclair. Like I mean, I'm not even. I'm I'm surprised he didn't go back to KHL right now. He's old team needs him. They're they're about to get eliminated in the uh you know in the playoffs. He couldn't have made it back in time for them that's to be true. eliminated. Yeah, so I get I get why he would sign this prorated deal yeah. in, for the NHL this year. Because look, he already made all the the hubbub coming over here. I mean. Mm-hmm. Just see what it is, and if you don't get any good offers this summer, go back to the KHL and you're good there. Yeah, yeah, he'll probably make more money going back home than he is from on his next contract ho- here. Hopefully, not every Russian that passes through Vegas ends up like this because there's a few good Russians that's in the uh, system right now. So let's let's hope not. Well, on the bright side. The only Russians left in the system were ones that Vegas drafted. drafted. Yeah, Vegas signed and traded for the first two that are now looking like they're ones in the back in the KHL and ones looking like they're headed back to the. Well, I guess. Well, they're not there's Zykov too. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, Zykov signed, but he's not even in the KHL. He's like in the secondary, like yeah, he's in like something. yeah, he's in the Finnish league. He's not even there. Oh, there's there's another there's a Russian defenseman that's not drafted in the system. He's not playing this year yet. It's okay. for next season, but that's neither here nor there. But yeah, they just they just signed uh, the seventh round pick from last yeah, Mar- year, Morashev. Morashev. Yeah. yeah, and there's a defense. I can't remember the defenseman's name, but yeah, he. I think he's like third in the KHL in defenseman scoring or something like that. Apparently, he's pretty decent, but we'll see next year. And they sign him for next year. Yeah, it's a, he can't play this year. He has to play. It starts uh, with the goal uh Henderson next year. Okay. Yeah. So that's that. Uh, the next uh, we're, there's a lot of trades. Um, the trade deadline is tomorrow. It's a lot of trade this weekend. It just happened. Uh, we mentioned it earlier that uh, Toronto uh, acquired Nick Foligno from the Colum- uh, from Columbus. It's a three way deal with San Jose, where San Jose retains some of his salaries to. For Toronto, for Toronto to fit him in the cap, uh, Montreal uh, acquired an elite forward from Detroit, uh, and what a deal! He, he just got it for a fifth round pick. Um, so John Merrill went to uh, Montreal, and then Colorado got uh, making moves. Uh, it's crazy how this. Really good team is still making moves and getting better. I maybe better. Are, are they better? Are, they? are either of these two players gonna actually play? A, if either of these two players are on the ice for them in a playoff game, they're fucked. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Nem- Nemeth played with Colorado before. I could see him playing. This yeah, motherfucker yeah, yeah. in this Detroit love buddy, take your red glasses off. Uh, no, that has. No, I said he played with Colorado before. He was. Yeah. He actually signed with Detroit and was with Colorado before that. So yeah. fuck off. But yeah, um, 
Dubnik. Dubnik's on the ice. They're fine. I can't believe I can't believe San Jose traded their starting goalie though. But <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is, right? Um, yeah. So Colorado, we we all know Colorado was going to trade for a goalie, but Dubnik. I mean, yeah, Dubnik was not really? one I was thinking of. Uh, Who else is out they there? Did, they did give him cheap a Grice Omark. I would have taken Omark, but I think his price is way higher. Like he, he they got. They got him for fifth round pick, which is, you know, in a one year deal. So he did, they're not strapped to him. Here's the thing: what any goalie that's going into that system is going to look better than the previous system because yeah. Colorado in their shot suppression makes Vegas look like they've never played hockey before. Like they are so dominant that anybody's going to look <clears> good <throat> in that system. I mean, he's going to go from seeing 40, 50 bucks a game to seeing like twenty. He's going. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with myself. Yeah, Dubnik's a big body too, so he's going to. Yeah. You know, just like yeah. with Leonard here. Yeah. And then, okay. And moving on, Tampa Bay got uh, David Chavard and uh, Brian Leshoff and a tr- three way deal with Columbus in Detroit. So, you know, Columbus is on for full fire sale now. You're they got everybody. two first round picks for players yeah. that are not very good. Like, they yeah. did a fantastic job. And then, obviously, Florida got Gusev, signed Gusev, and they got uh, Brandon Montour from Buffalo. And there's oh my god, there's a lot. What the hell is this? Wasn't Brandon Montour also one of the players that Anaheim wanted to um, retain? I believe uh, protect? Yes. yes, protect. So we got. So we got it, it was Josh Manson and Brandon Montour. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they took. And it, Montour's been trash in Buffalo as well too. Everybody's yeah, been they, trash. But here's the thing. Well, Anaheim he's been the trash. Did, the trash. Anaheim got a first round pick when they traded him Skinner. to Buffalo, so they actually did okay. They, they didn't do as bad. Yeah. They sold pretty high on him. And then uh, I think the biggest one uh, over the weekend is the Islanders getting Kyle Pomeri, uh and Travis Zajac from New Jersey. I think that, that one actually has, uh, I think, the best out of all these players that got traded. I think the, uh, Kyle Pomeri is the best one out of all. Uh, he scored in his first game with uh, the Islanders today yeah. on a power play goal. So he and had to shave his beard because the Islanders require <laughs> everyone to be clean shaven. What is it with these old crotchety fuckers thinking that that's okay to do that to people? Same thing with the Yankees. Like, get, guys, it's 2021. Like, fuck it's off. Let them tradition. have a beer. It has nothing to do with professionalism. It has nothing to do with the performance. So, fuck off. Yeah, it's uh, pretty one, sure. one little tidbit about the Brian Lashoff thing. Even though he was traded to Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay assigned him to Detroit's uh, AHL affiliate. Because technically, I, I didn't know this either. You can assign any player to any AHL team you want as long as both teams agree to it. Yes, because uh, the, the AHL has a really weird division system right now because the Canadian teams are separated. Like they have like it's eight like different the NHL. divisions. Yeah, they have like eight different divisions that's like isolated because of COVID. Uh, that's what. That's why the the Calgary, uh, who normally plays in Stockton, uh, they moved them to a different. Uh, in Canada, so they can yeah. they're easy to move up and down the uh, their um, their thing. It's AHL is really complicated. The only division now did like Vancouver has, move theirs from Utica because theirs was Utica. I I don't know. I don't know the full story because I only follow the Pacific Division, obviously, because for all, all of them except the Hans for Hans Division. No, no, no. Oh, AHL. oh in the AHL, yeah, AHL, specific, not the West Division. Yeah, because all the teams except for Stockton is still intact. Because all right, let's finish up our AHL minute. Yeah, but we yeah, got big news to get to. Because the like the Bakersfield Condors, which is Edmonton's, uh, is still there, and uh, yeah, it's it's weird. But yeah, I didn't want to. That's yeah. it. that's all. I, that's Time for the biggest news of the entire podcast. Biggest news of the week. The biggest reveal. Uh We'll let, we'll let Carlo handle this one. He's going to be able to All explain right, it so, better than anybody. I don't know if you guys saw it on the news, but there was an attack in Hong Kong. Uh, a, giant, a giant mechanized... Hey, never mind, stop. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Godzilla and Kong. So sorry, spoiler alerts. If you haven't watched the movie, which our podcast was presented by, please go watch the movie and hit pause right now and then come back after you've watched the movie. But so hopefully you're still with us. If you have watched the movie, Godzilla and Kong, partnered together they teamed up and they beat mecha godzilla so there you go fuck off a lot of people were complaining we didn't talk about this last week i apologize that we missed it last week we had to kick (laughs) aj out we would have had too much nerding going on in here with aj and carlo going they would have gone back into a big monster burst thing (laughs) 
talking about all sorts of shit. The origins of Mechagodzilla. The Hollow guys. Earth. I'm telling you, your eyes would have, you guys would have just hit fucking stop. Like I promise. So <laughs> let's wrap it on that. Uh, Vegas has four games this week. Uh, I don't know. I say they go three and one again, right? I think they kind of have that same, same sort of three and one deal. Yeah, Carlo. Yeah, um, I think. You always think they go four and oh, they have to win. Yeah, three and one is probably realistic, but I can see them sweep this week too. Uh, but the king, like I said, I think I can see them lose to, one to the Kings. I think they, I see them split with the Kings. But if you want to hear the full review of my Godzilla versus Kong, check out my new podcast. Hey guys, no, 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 he doesn't have another one. Anyway, Dave, <laughs> what do you think they do this week? I'm gonna say two, one, and one. I think they will lose one in a shootout this week. That's the only time. So, they lose so Leonard's gonna be so yeah. Leonard's gonna be the goalie then. Correct. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys, we're getting out of here. Thank you for uh, listening this week. We will be back next week. Uh, unless Vegas makes a huge move, move uh, tomorrow, and then we will probably come up. Uh, so we'll see you next week. Yeah. New Nerdy Podcast.